Oh, good afternoon, everybody. It's really good to be back. Day 15 of 21 days, remembering how to breathe. Doesn't even feel like 15 days have gone by. But I hope you can agree with me that if you've been breathing every day, it's starting to feel like it's natural. Um, just checking if anyone is online. It's an awkward time of day. All right, thank you so much. Yeah, can I comment? Yes. All right, seems everything is working pretty well. Um, yeah, well, as I was saying, 15 days. It's starting to feel natural, doesn't it? It's starting to feel like if you're not breathing and conscious of it, um, it doesn't feel like as if something's missing. Hang on a minute, what's missing? At least that that's my experience. Well, I have been breathing a lot more than 15 days, but that was my experience at the time that once I got going and got the ball rolling and started breathing on a regular basis, if I didn't breathe, one of the things that my mind would say, um, oh, don't worry, you can catch up. I heard, I heard, I heard my mind actually saying that. Don't worry, you can catch up, which is very, very untrue. When you're not breathing, and you're in, you're in this routine of having been breathing for such a long time. When you're not breathing, the mind wants to come in and sort of take over and say, control the situation. Not a problem. You can catch up later, or you start to have feelings of guilt. Ah, you missed out on yesterday, you only did one session, <clears throat> you only did one series. <clears throat> and then the more you go towards the mind, you sort of get lost in translation and then that, that routine's gone. So unfortunately for the first three weeks to 90 days tops, anything between three weeks and three months, depending on how attached you are to your mind, it will just become a natural sensation. And today, that's what I want to talk about. That natural, innate knowing that your body has that can do things, it must do things, it always does things without your input. Where am I going with this? Let's start one, one, one step at a time. All right. So when you breathe, Okay, when your body breathes, let's put it that way. When your body breathes, what happens? What happens in the body? Okay, I'm going to take a very, very long curve here to get to my point because I sincerely hope I find the right words or the right delivery to put this point across. It's very subtle, but if you really do get it, you will have a completely different experience breathing. All right. So the actual description, the medical definition, what doctors have come up after researching exactly what the body does, how it does it, step by step, the logistics of what goes on. I'm going to literally spell it out to you. And then once you get that feeling, we'll carry on with this conversation. So breathing, inhalation, that's what they call it. When you breathe in or inhale, your diaphragm contracts. 
Okay, we did a, a video a couple of days ago where I asked you to become pretty familiar with, um, you know, what happens. You start from your collarbone, you go all the way down, you start to feel where your ribs end, get the feeling. It, there was a specific reason for that. So when you breathe in or inhale, your diaphragm contracts, okay, it tightens and moves downward. Why? Because this increases the space in your chest cavity into which your lungs expand. I'm reading because I really want you to visualize while I'm actually saying this, what is actually happening in your body and be amazed, okay? So you breathe in air and the diaphragm actually moves, okay? It contracts, tightens, and it moves downwards. It's making space. No one's asked it to move out the way. It's actually making space, all right? <laughs> So this increases the space in your chest cavity into which your lungs expand. The intercostal muscles, okay, between your ribs also help enlarge the chest cavity. Okay, it's not that your bones are squeaky. No, there's actually muscles that assist this enlargement. They contract to pull your rib cage both upward and outward when you inhale. Isn't that amazing how everybody just... Every single part of your body just starts to cooperate with such synchronicity and a precision, all right? Just to let you know, as, as air comes in, just visualize that movement, the diaphragm, how it moves down, and the muscles that start to move up, and the lungs then have the opportunity of having space to enlarge and take in that air. Just feel the gratitude in that, okay? Then, as your lungs expand, air is sucked in through your nose or mouth. The air travels down your windpipe and into your lungs. Okay? After passing through your bronchial tubes, the air finally reaches and enters the alveoli. And we know all about the alveoli. Those are the important air sacs. Okay? Through the very thin walls of the alveoli, oxygen from the air passes to the surrounding capillaries, the blood vessels, okay? A red blood cell protein called hemoglobin, okay, helps move oxygen from the air sacs to the blood. As we said already in, other, in another video, that is the important thing, why oxygen has to go all the way down to the lower parts of, of your lungs in order for the alveoli to capture them, and they it dumps them into the into your blood circulation and sucks out the carbon dioxide. Really, really important. But are you visualizing this? Can, can you visualize what's happening with the air? It's a really great story. I'm getting to my point. Wait, it's coming. At the same time, carbon dioxide moves from the capillaries into the air sacs. As we said, the alveoli dumps oxygen and sucks out the carbon dioxide. The gas has traveled in the bloodstream from the right side of the heart through the pulmonary artery. Also that, the heart arteries traveling. Things are traveling up and down all on its own, okay? The wisdom of this body, if there's no gratitude here, I don't know what will blow you away. Oxygen-rich blood from the lungs is carried through a network of capillaries to the pulmonary vein. This vein delivers the oxygen-rich blood, rich blood to the left side of the heart. There's an exchange, okay? The left side of the heart pumps the blood to the rest of the body. Can you see the, 
the dynamics of what's happening. Synchronicity and precision, I will keep repeating it the whole time. There's synchronicity. There is a precision, a wisdom, the body already knows, okay? There, the oxygen in the blood moves from blood vessels into surrounding tissues. So everyone gets a piece of the cake. The more oxygen you pump in, everyone gets, it gets shared. All right, it gets shared. The breathing out, short and sweet, when you breathe out or exhale, your diaphragm relaxes and moves upward into the chest cavity. The intercostal muscles between the ribs also relax. This is the part where everyone relaxes to reduce the space in the chest cavity. Contraction, expansion, contraction, expansion, the, the natural movement of energy, okay? As the space in the chest cavity gets smaller, air-rich and carbon dioxide is forced out of the lungs and windpipe and then out through your nose or your mouth. Breathing out requires no effort from your body. Your abdominal muscles contract and push your diaphragm against your lungs. This rapidly pushes air out of your lungs. Okay, so Raph, why did you read all of this to us? We could have gone online and researched it ourselves. There's a point here. Did you hear all the dynamics and what's happening, the processing, the procedures, the logistics, the synchronicity, everything happening. I want you just to bear in mind, you have no intervention in none of it at any time, any point of your life. There is none of this that your mind is controlling at any point in time. There is no mental thought process. Oh, hang on a minute. Let me breathe. Okay, now I'm going to contract. Now I'm going to turn. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's none of that. Your body says, I've got this. And if you don't trust that wisdom, that's where the blockages arrive. So inhaling, exhaling, and that important diaphragm muscle that allows everything to happen is all happening without your intervention. So you say, well, then why aren't I breathing correctly? Why aren't I getting all the oxygen? This is, this is the point that I really hope I find the way to deliver this to you because it wasn't a mental realization. It, it just, when it clicks for you, this will not only help your breathing, you will be able to distribute it throughout anything that happens in life where you just allow things because it already has its wisdom of its own, not only your body. All right. So I'd like you just to sink in for this moment. Look at everything that is happening in each component. So this is what I, okay, I'm a bit ahead of myself. So let's, um, there's, there's three questions, actually two. So what is breathing? Okay. What happens when the body inhales and exhales and what affects it? So actually three. So breathing is a natural function that your body already knows how to do. It's done it from day one you came into this world, okay? It is something that you were an infant right, right through, and this breathing process was already activated. 
So what is breathing? It is the only function you have in order to produce energy. Some people will say, hey, wait, uh, breathing so you can breathe, you can have air, you can actually survive. No, 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 no. Survival is, is got nothing to do with the actual process of it. To have this 3D experience on planet Earth right here, right now, you must realize that you are much more than this body. You are energy, consciousness, awareness. It has nothing to do with survival. Okay. We're not going to talk about life and death now and the whole conceptual mind thing today, but it goes beyond this. It's got nothing to do with survival. The whole process of, of breathing is purely to create and expand energy. And you are that energy making machine. All right. So what is breathing? It is a process that this body is designed to create energy. What happens when the body inhales and exhales? What's really happening? Okay, so let's answer the first question. The body requires oxygen and it knows it needs it to create energy. So the body inhales on its own and it exhales on its own. It brings in the oxygen and it lets out the carbon dioxide. It does this all on its own. You are not needed. All right. So that's my my that's the description. I really wanted to get you across that you are not needed for the breathing process. Okay. But let's look at the second question, which is what affects your breathing? Why are you not breathing correctly? Why are you not breathing correctly? What gets in the way? We have this habit of identifying ourselves with our thoughts. So when we're focused on thoughts, we interrupt the natural flow of the body. The body has a natural vibra vibrational rhythm, all right? So when you're in a thought that's creating like, we've got to think about this, and what about that problem? Oh, don't forget this, and how are we going to do that? Oh, I bet every time you get into another moment, thought, meaning you're not in the present moment, being aware of what is actually happening here, your rhythm of your the rhythm of your body and breathing begins to it be, it interferes with it it begins to become unstable there's no rhythm and remember rhythm and frequency go hand in hand in order to to maintain a frequency there needs to be consistency you can't have a high vibration for a moment where you're feeling on top of the world and then all of a sudden a thought comes in and then you're on the floor completely depressed. I mean, there needs to be a certain consistency, a certain consistency. But I don't know if you've realized that depending on who I speak with, a lot of people actually have the opinion that the more they remain in thought, meaning my mind, I need to interact with my mind. The more I interact with my mind, of it's going to tell me when to do things and how to do it, and I've got to find time to inter be entertained by my mind so we can think about this problem a little bit more and strategize, meaning 
the more time you are being entertained by the mind, with the mind, thinking you are the mind, there is always going to be a disruption and inconsistency of the rhythm of breathing. Your body is going to have, you could literally say it like a hiccup in breathing every so often, if not in every minute, because it depends on how, how attached are you to your mind? Are you constantly thinking? Do you know how to be restful in the sense that you can actually say, I'm not going to think about it right now. I'm just going to relax and enjoy this present moment. Who are, of you can actually say how much time they get to spend in the present moment where if you're not interacting in, in any thought, you've let go of the mind. And now because you have nothing interfering, it's like an interference. Actually, it's not like an interference. It is an interference. The mind is an interference, a frequency interference. What is it like to be with no thought, no mind, to let go of mind? The moment you do that, <laughs> the body just starts breathing. You can actually feel it. It starts doing its thing. I'm not forcing anything and I'm feeling my my body is like on its own. There's a lot of people that don't will not allow themselves to not think. They've become so dependent on the thinking process that without being attached to any thought, they feel bare, they feel naked, they feel unsafe, they feel that they've lost a part of their identity, if not their whole identity. Therefore, they are constantly in thought. And sometimes it agonizes them to such a degree that they don't know how to let go of thought, but they would rather be distracted by their old chit-chat. Okay, I can't bear this anymore. I'm going to switch on the TV. That will neutralize this. But it's still going on. I don't know if you've noticed, but if you're one of those people and watching TV, it'll even have opinions about what you're watching. It doesn't switch off. This is the only interference, mind chatter, mind, thought, that interrupts your breathing. So now the wisdom, the natural wisdom of your body is now, it doesn't have that connection. It is completely misaligned. Misalignment, not being in, al in alignment. Because you are not allowing it meaning you are more engaged in thought than in the present moment. In the present moment, the mind cannot be there because you, your focus is either here. So when you focus on your breath, focusing is a witnessing. Focusing can also be called a recognition. The presence 
the peace. It's a relaxing state. You've let go of thought. So mind chatter, you hold on to it, meaning now you're interfering. Everything, the wisdom of your body is now being disconnected, misaligned, disconnected, not really much. You can never be disconnected. But let's say an interference. And letting go is literally letting go of mind. And once you let go, everything starts working perfectly. It already knows. Try it. Try thinking about a recipe or something important and breathe at the same time. Be aware of your breath. It's basically impossible. If you're thinking, you're not, you're not focused on your breath. You either, your focus can, you only, you only have one lens. You're either focused in the present moment or you're focused in your mind. And your mind will always take you out of here, out of right now, right here. Your mind will either take you into the past or take you into the future. You are the interference. You are the interference, maybe too much of an assumption here. Where you place your focus is the interference. And your focus is everything. On that which you focus, that is what you're interested in. Your mind thinks it's controlling everything, but your focus doesn't control. It simply puts an attention on something and says, I'm interested in this experience right now. So if I look at the fan and I feel I'm now focused on it, the experience of the fan, I look at the sea, I am now experiencing the sea. My mind believes I am the one looking at it, therefore I am creating this experience. It's not. When the mind wants to control the breathing, there, is, there will never be that natural rhythm. So if you're trying to breathe with, when you say, I'm the one breathing, this is why it's so subtle. I want to just disconnect the two definitions of I am breathing, I am doing the breathing exercises, compared to I'm allowing breathing to happen. And what I want you to realize is, you are never doing anything. You're not, you're not responsible for the beating of, the, of your heart. Your heart is doing it. Heart is beating. Beating of heart is happening. Breathing is happening. Life is happening. There's a universal wisdom that the mind will, can never, ever conceptualize, can never describe or define. There is no way that you, the mind, which is simply the brain in action, the mind can never substitute the infinite wisdom of your body and everything around you. Energy, it cannot. Do not slip into that mind thought or belief that your mind can substitute this infinite wisdom.
And if it, you do believe that, reconsider. And today I'm going to give you an example of what it actually feels like to meditate. And I think someone in the group, in the Kusulik Consulting Group, actually put a beautiful post, I think it was by Eckhart Tolle, that breathing is meditation. And he, he couldn't have said it with more clarity. But it was important for me to really, really try and find a way, and I don't know if I've done a good job at it, I might attempt it again at another point, but it is so, it feels so natural now, to how to get out of your own way, it's the mind. How to, what does allowing feel like? Don't be in the mind and you will discover it. But you must experience, you must experience the experience of being in the moment by trying it out. So if your question is, what, what do you mean? What do you mean, Rafaela, that I'm always in my mind? Um, what do you mean? So if that question comes up, it's good because now you're starting to consider, you know, we, we sort of misidentify ourselves with our minds, thinking the mind is who we are. But it's a place we go to. It's a mind chatter. It's something you can become aware of. And breathing, the more, the more you breathe, not in the sense of oxygen and um, how often you actually stop and say, I'm going I'm I'm to breathe now. The amount of times you interrupt the flow with the mind is what is allowing that wisdom of the body to take over again. So my question to you is, how often do you allow the infinite wisdom of your body to flow naturally? And how often are you interrupting it? Because if you're interrupting it for eight hours a day and you're giving it maybe 15 minutes attention three times a day, not even getting to an hour, I don't know, is it really worth it? How often do you really need to be in your mind? Like you could say, listen, I really need to think about my children right now i've got i've got to sort out the logistics and how we're going to do this i've got to go and pick one up and then an hour later i've got to go pick them up and now you're visualizing it's a it's a sort of visualizing i've got to do this i've got to do that you can see it clearly and off you go okay you've used the mind for for logistical purposes you're going to go pick up your kids and you need to figure out what time when and how and what fine you've used the mind now you've come to the conclusion, let go of thought, let go of mind, be in the present moment, get in your car, put on some music, relax and breathe and drive. You don't need to be constantly in the car because the mind has this tendency, yes, now we're going to go there and then, oh, I hope we can make it in five minutes, we can recuperate some time here, or oh, maybe we can do that. Maybe it, The mind is always in the next moment. If you can just practice being being aware of the mind and allowing yourself, I'm not going to think about this now. I'm not going to think about, every time you say, I'm not going to think about this now, you're allowing the infinite wisdom of your body to just activate itself. And now there'll be a natural rhythm of breathing. 
So what are the exercises you say to me? Why, why are you even giving us exercises? I'm giving you exercises so you can become accustomed of what your body can actually do. It can hold its breath for 16 seconds. It then, you squeeze it all out. So you're actually being a witness to this activity. And so it's showing off. Every time you do an exercise, it's showing off to you of what it is capable of doing. It can do it, but you cannot be thinking. So when you breathe in, so when I say inhale for a count of four, automatically you're out of your mind and you're just witnessing the body do that. But it's so subtle because it feels like, no, hang on a minute, I'm doing it. Are you? Did you send a message to the diaphragm? Did you, what did you do? The doing part is the allowing. What you did was to allow it. Anything you believe you are experiencing will affect the natural order of your body. That is why the more focused you are in your mind, the more the body is being bashed around and it loses its natural rhythm. I wrote some notes here because I didn't want to forget the actual flow here, but I kind of got the picture. Um, perfect breathing happens when you're not interrupting it with your thoughts. Only what you are focused on will limit it, will create an obstacle and it will change its rhythm. You don't want to change the rhythm. It knows what to do. All right. Meaning rhythm. It's a frequency. The way there's this dance that happens as the oxygen goes in and the alveoli takes it out and dumps it in and the diaphragm moves. And there's a, there's a sort of rhythm, a natural rhythm. Okay. It's not something improvised. It has, it is always, the natural rhythm is beneficial for the entire function of your body. And as we mentioned yesterday in, in our video, Everything starts functioning. Clarity, focus, calmness, rest. Everything is working in your digestion system, evacuation system, the waste release, your skin, everything, your hair, your vision, your bones, the proteins, vitamins. Your brain has the has the ability to manufacture every single chemical your body requires. How can your mind ever, ever compete with something like that? The body has a wisdom that no mind can ever reach. This wisdom is beyond mind. Just look at what it does. No mind could control this with such precision. And that's why I said the word precision. How can your mind you know, it, it takes me about six or seven minutes to actually figure out the route to go from here onto the other side of the island, never mind the precision of what does what. It, 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 I mean, even if I study the whole body inside out like a doctor would, I don't think you could ever get to a precision. You just got to embrace and appreciate with such infinite gratitude of what your body is capable of doing. And the more I research, the more I research, the more blown away I am. And if you're not blown away by this right now, then I don't know what will. But just look at where you are being involved. 
feel what it feels like to allow perfect breathing, uh, not perfect breathing, a natural rhythm of breathing. That's why we say find your rhythm, meaning identify, recognize the rhythm of the body. Do not force it, do not strain it. Because that is you interfering. It is the mind saying, hey, you're not doing this right. It's the mind saying, hey, you should you should hold, try and hold your breath a little bit more. Oh, no, don't hold your breath. You're going to squeeze something. You're going to break something. Mind again. If you don't know what your mind is, well, then you need to give me a call. We need to do some sessions. Because that's, that's what we discuss. But you can identify. You can recognize it. And today I'm going to share a short meditation for you to do a breathing meditation, all right? It's very, very simple because it's everything needs to be simple, minimalistic. We're not going to complicate it. The only thing that can complicate this whole thing is your mind. This is simple, okay? Allowing is very, very simple. There is a nothing difficult about it at all. The whole basis of how everything works is all based on ease, and flow, ease and flow. Remember, energy is effortlessness. If you have an abundance of energy, where is the strain? Ease and flow, allowing, is allowing the ease and the flow that naturally already is. The isness is ease and flow, it is. There's no doing involved at all. You've got to get out of your mind. You've got to let go of the mind. Not now. I'm not going to think about the logistics about picking up my kids right now. Right now, even if you want to put a timer, for the next five to six minutes, I'm going to watch my body breathe itself. You could say that. But just ask your mind, give permission to yourself, become a little bit more disciplined. Put yourself in the seat of consciousness where I am now going to focus all my attention, my consciousness, my divine awareness, and just appreciating the movement of how this body breathes this energy, this divine energy oxygen into and invigorate yourself, and then you go out in the world. Before you do any exercise, breathe for five to six minutes. Invigorate, energize yourself, revitalize your body, and then go out and do the, the exercise. Before you go into a board meeting, you do the same. You allow everything. By calming yourself down, you are, allow that natural rhythm to start going consistently. All right? So, perfect breathing happens when you're not interrupting it with your thoughts. Only what you are focused on will limit it, will create an obstacle, and will change its rhythm. Okay. So, question here. So, we can't think about anything. And I would say, why would you? Why would you want so try and think of it this way. Breathing, there's a beautiful rhythm to it, okay? It's like listening to your favorite song. After a while, that's what it would that's what the experience will feel like. You'll feel so good, you'll feel so invigorated, you'll feel such gratitude. Why would you want to go and abandon this party 
this beautiful rhythm inside of you to go and entertain a thought. You'll probably get a thought that says, this feels so good. Okay, use it to pump you up. It's like someone cheering you on the outside. But now, is it you going to the thought or your thought cheering you? But I don't want to complicate the situation. All I'm saying is, let go of thought. Get into the flow of it. Okay? Basically in a meditative state. And if you do hear thoughts, allow them to come and allow them to go. Don't let them affect you, not positively and not negatively. Because the moment the, the thought says something positive or something that you actually like, you're gone again. And now maybe the heart got, you know, even that spikes up the rhythm. Let the natural rhythm keep going. So it's important when you're focusing on your breath, the thoughts come and they go, just like the clouds, just like the birds, they fly and they go. Okay. Don't let a thought grab your attention because your rhythm of your breathing is going to change. I put a beautiful video up uh, yesterday about an ex-monk, an Englishman, and he got it straight on. It's amazing how the synchronicity of how I wanted to do this lesson today. And then that video pops up. It's just so beautiful when you just see the synchronicity over and over and over again. And I believe just by watching that video, you'll have a great sense of it. Um, so do watch it. It's on, it's on the page. So you are the allowing factor. And when you place your focus and intention on allowing the wisdom of your body to do what it knows how to do best, you are now empowered, energetic, clear-minded, calm, and confident. So your mind can never offer you any of these benefits. Why we insist on spending so much time in our minds is beyond me. Yes, I did write that. Um, the mind is a beautiful tool when you know on how to use it and not misuse it and staying there constantly. I remember when I used to wake up in the morning, the first thing I used to do is, what problem do I need to solve today? It was instantaneous. The attachment to the mind. Only now that I'm not attached to the mind in any way can I see it. When you're attached to it, so here's the mind, here's you, you're attached to it. This is the mind. You are attached to it. You're attached to it. You can't see that you're attached to it. What do you mean? What are you talking about? But once you, you start to meditate and really breathe, you start to sense, ha, oh, letting go. Now this, now I know what it feels like. Allowing, allowing, attached, attached, allowing, allowing, attached, attached, allowing. And after a while, you get, you get the, oh, it feels so much better, feeling so much better when you're not attached to the mind. How can you know that? Only by experience. The mind cannot know, because this is the mind. The mind in action, the brain in action. It cannot know. Mind does not experience, you do. And what you're experiencing is being attached to mind. 
Mind is a recorder of experiences. It tells you what happened to you in the past and it projects it to you in the future. And what you're experiencing is being attached to the mind, misidentified with the mind. So breathing, the art of breathing, the mastery of breath, is interfered by this interaction that you're either doing. I'm either attached to the mind or I'm trying to let go. That is the only interference in the connection, in the Wi-Fi connection, the energetic frequency connection. That is the only interference. Yeah, I thought I saw another. So I don't think about anything. Um, okay, no more questions. None that I can see. So, when your mind says we need to think about this problem, question it because when your mind says, what about this issue? What about that? When are we going to solve this? When are we going to do that? Question it. Just keep questioning. I think I'm going over a bit of time today. I don't have my assistant that lets me know how much I'm rambling on. So the one thing, let me just close up quickly. You do not make breathing happen. Breathing happens on its own. And I've written in a massive big quote. Do download these notes because they're very, very beneficial. I believe that if you just read them over once in a while, every now and then, you can refresh. I might do an ebook with all this information and it might help you. So you do not make breathing happen. Breathing happens on its own. Do not hold on to any thought. I would put it on my desktop while I'm doing the breathing. So meditation, breathing. Um, I've called it focus on your breathing. So sit in a comfortable position. It doesn't need to be in a lotus position. You can just sit anywhere that you're comfortable so your body doesn't do any aches and pains and, and creaking or anything. So just sit, whether you like to keep your legs crossed or on a chair with your legs down, doesn't matter, all right? Just be as the witness. So you, you sit and you close your eyes, okay? Now you make, you've made a decision that there's nothing I need, there's no way I need to be, there's nobody waiting for me, I'm in no rush. Make sure you're in that sort of scenario, all right? You're not going to rush through this, but it will not take you more than five to six minutes tops, okay? Not even. So just be as the witness. Decide that you're going to be curious to notice every ounce of movement your body already does naturally, okay? So you must agree not to get in the way in the sense that you're not going to do any breathing exercise or anything. Just watch breathing happening. Don't force anything. Don't count counts. Don't do anything. Just be the witness. Be curious. The normal breathing that you're, that you're, you're accustomed to, okay? The normal breathing. Just notice what's happening when you're out of the way, meaning you're not in the mind. Make sure the mind doesn't come to this party. So recognize how the body moves to inhale air, feel how it flows through your body and how your ribs move and how your belly expands. Or if it doesn't expand, notice that, all right? Um, notice how the belly feels when holding the breath before breathing out. And if you're not holding the breath, just notice it, all right? Witness every part of the body when it exhales and how the belly falls. So I've just written a few, but just if you can, recognize, be present, 
be aware. All right. So once you have seen it a couple of times, meaning once you've witnessed this whole process a few times, just continue to sit with your eyes closed and allow yourself to fall into utter appreciation and gratitude that you do not need to concern yourself at all about any of the logistics of breathing. Just let that occur to you. I'm not doing any of this. I am not the one doing it. Okay, it's important, subtle, but extremely important that you recognize this. You become the recognizer of the magnificent that is already happening, all right? So your only work is to allow it to happen by being out of your mind. Do not hold on to any thought, sit as the witness. And if you can sit at least for two to five minutes, that's perfect. If you can do it for 15 minutes, man, even better. And if you don't mind doing it for a whole hour of just witnessing and focusing on your breath, bless you. If you introduce meditation into your breathing practices, you will feel it. You can. It is a perfect experience of this present moment, utter relief one in one with all, the harmony of mind and body, that you are the witnessing of the two of them. You are the witness of the mind, and you are the witness of the body. So breathing introduces this to you as well. But the, the, if you're going to master breathing, and the art of breathing is literally releasing the mind. Focus on your breath, and this will help you. I have gone a bit over time. I will love and leave you. By the way, tomorrow we're going to start two hours more. Um, so I started at 6 Central European time. I'm going to start at 8. And unfortunately, this week I've had a regular hour. So hopefully we'll get back on the 7 at 7 p.m. Central European time. So make sure, if you can't be live, make sure to watch the replays. Thank you all for being here. I love you all very much. Read the notes, download them in Kusla Consulting Group. And I'll see you tomorrow. Be good to yourselves.